you are the podcast master. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh <laughs> I've been I've been I've been better. Yeah. But I've been a whole lot worse. Uh that's for sure. So um yeah, I promise you I've been a whole lot worse than this. This is uh we'll get into it. We'll talk a little bit about it. But um first of all, the dogs have their own door. Mm-hmm. And they refuse to go out the dog door if we're in here. If we use the human door, they use the human door. I don't understand that. Like what what's the thought process in a dog's mind that makes them think they've got to use the human door? Probably just so they know they're going with us. Yeah. We're not tricking them. They're they're funny. They're yeah. funny. But uh yeah, so this is not a drill. This is not a uh manufactured uh I don't know. Scenario. I just, yeah, I just keep thinking about the first podcast I did <laughs> where we talked about coronavirus mm-hmm. and COVID nineteen. You, Dave, and Sammy, right? Yeah. You reminded me of that as soon as we got my test results. Yep. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Okay. <laughs> you were way more of a smart ass when you reminded me of it the first time. Well <clears throat> so yeah, uh, I guess, I don't know. Where do we start? Well, let's just start. It what yeah, day, What's today? Today is, I have no idea what today is. It is Wednesday, August Wednesday. 5th. Okay, so Tuesday. Tuesday night, I put it out on social media. A lot of you probably saw, uh, if you follow at Matt L. West, you saw I put it on my stories last night. Pretty short, sweet, to the point that, yeah, I tested positive for the old COVID-19. Yep. Uh, which is crazy because you tested at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. In the room, mm-hmm. in right the next chair to you. next to me, mm-hmm. like centimeters apart, mm-hmm. and your test results negative. Okay, uh, <laughs> so we'll get into this whole thing, and I wanted to do this podcast because I think a lot of people don't know anybody that's tested positive and actually had it. Which, yeah. which, which I do want to say, I've I knew going into this test that I was going to test positive. You felt it. Yeah. I, I I thought that I had it. I, I don't know that I wanted to admit that, but I think that we both knew going in that I I, I knew. And yeah. you you would like you when I would start to laugh, you would be like, What? Do you think I have it? And I'm like, Yes, I do. <laughs> like I hope you do because you're being a big baby. And if you don't <laughs> Okay, You're don't make it sound worse than it is, though. I wasn't being a huge baby. I was being a little bit of a baby, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of stress came along with it. We'll get into all that here in a minute, but I put this out on Tuesday night. I just put it in my Instagram story and put it on my feed that, yeah, I tested positive, but I was good, and we would do this podcast and kind of explain the whole scenario and everything that that you know that came about throughout this whole, uh, I guess, maybe about a little less than a week. Things have changed quite a bit in a little less than a week. Um, so, yeah, we'll just kind of run down from the beginning, I guess. But to everybody that's texted and called, first of all, thank you. Uh, I appreciate all the calls, the messages, uh, trying to get back to a, all of the DMs. But, man, it's crazy. And, again, it's super humbling that I put something out there and I tell everybody, like, I'm good. I got this virus that everybody's talking about, the one that we shut the world down for, and I still don't understand. I won't talk politics. Don't roll your roll your eyes. Um, I've got it, but I'm good, so 
I'm not as scared as a lot of society is, I guess. Which <clears throat> I do believe that this probably affects different people in different ways. I mean, I think that's yeah, without clearly. question. I mean, people have died from it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it definitely affects everyone differently. And so going back to that first podcast I did about it where I thought it was all BS and yada, yada, yada. I did come back a week later and say, look, I do think I do think it's a real thing. I do genuinely think it's a, a virus that's out there and that, that affects people differently. Now, it's I got it. So I know how it affects me. And, and that's what I, that's all I can talk about, I guess. So we'll go back to the beginning. Um, where do you want to start? Where do you think we should start? I think we go back to, um, in the beginning, God <laughs> created the heavens and the earth. Yeah. Um, no, I think like, so what was your last event? <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Sioux uh, Falls, wasn't it? Yeah, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So Sioux Falls goes on without a hitch, had fun, good show. Fans were back. Yep. Um, we get home from Sioux Falls. And we are off. A couple weeks. Two weeks before we go to the next um, event. And so that meant honey-do lists and things like that. Yeah, let me explain something because people think that, oh, when you've got time off, you're, you know, you're constantly on the go or whatever. Our life is way different than I would say a lot of normal people where they are constantly going to work every day and doing different things uh, constantly in a city or a town or whatever. We we have been social distancing since you moved here. Yeah. I mean, like I've been social distancing my whole life because we are out in the middle of nowhere. I don't like going to town. I'm right. kind of a homebody. Well, and... We live in a very, very, very small town. So when we go to town, it's a, you know, very small town. And it's the grocery store where there's maybe, like, if it's full in there, 20 people. Right. Like, very small. We live outside of a town of 300 people on 34 acres, which is crazy. Think about that little number, trigger point. Yeah. You know me and go back to episode 34 (laughs) and whatever. But... Yeah, so we live kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Um, we kind of tend to stay to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I, I say all that to set this up because everybody thinks that if you're going out and partying or if you're doing this, you're automatically going to get it. Or if you just stay home and you stay away from people, there's no way you can get it. I don't think either of those are true. Yeah, so we um, are home for a couple weeks, which means really the only places we go are the grocery store, gas station, gym, and home. And... Um, honey-do lists, trying to get some stuff done while we're home. And um, we decide... Matt has really bad allergies anyways. Like, mm-hmm. he's had them his whole life. So it's his, about the time of year that they yeah, kick up. Yeah. Everybody's mowing. Everybody's in the hay field. And, mm-hmm. and those are the things that really start to flare up my allergies. So this time of year, I have to make a trip to the doctor. On, I mean, every yeah. year. You know, we, we called into the pharmacy the other day to get some... some uh, a prescription and, and the, you know, the, uh, the pharmacist said, yep, that time of year, isn't it? Yep. Like so. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Um, so one day me and his parents, um, decide we're going to clean out some trees and fence lines and brush and stuff like that. And we mow and pull weeds and we spend the whole day outside. Um, and Matt is kind of in and out because his allergies are so bad. So he tries to stay away from that. So we do that on a Sunday, Monday morning, I wake up just completely congested. My head feels like it's going to explode and it feels like allergies. And I'm just like, 
you know, eyes watery, nose running, like kind of foggy. And I'm like, dang, my allergies are kicking my butt today. Take some allergy medicine, take a couple naps and which fine. is something you don't normally no. do. And yeah. I, I thought that was strange. And I just thought, okay. right. When I told you, I'm like, I need to go home and go to sleep because I'm like dragging. But although we're not always on the go and, and constantly running to town back and forth, uh, you don't slow down. I don't think either one of us slow down. Mm-mm. Our brains are constantly moving. Yeah. We listen to a lot of podcasts that are like, you know, forward thinking, kind of keep keep moving forward. Right. And I think it keeps our creative minds constantly going because you have a business. Right. I have my career mm-hmm. and then I have another business right. plus this podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and I hate to say there's, this, but at times this podcast for me... Uh, there's times where it feels like a job, mm-hmm. and but then as soon as I, I I get to I sit down and start doing it, I have so much fun doing this, and I've said that a million times. So I, I really enjoy it. But um, we're always busy. We're we're on the go. So when I say I'm gonna go home in the middle of the day and sleep, like Matt knew I wasn't feeling well. So Monday, Tuesday, I kind of just felt like that. I I stayed home and I just kind of took allergy medicine and, um, come Wednesday, I was out of it and fine. Right. Come Wednesday, come Wednesday (laughs) evening, my allergies kind of start to kick in a little bit more, which, which I had kind of dealt with a little bit because of all, you know, all the work we had done around the house. But anyways, long story short, I go to, uh, start to get a little sinus congestion, like normal, no big mm-hmm. deal. Um, <clears throat> start doing that a little bit more. Yeah, it, like it slowly starts to get worse. The allergy kind of symptoms, the scratchy throat, the itchy ears, the watery eyes, the runny nose, right. congested feeling, just sleepy and blah. For what, Wednesday night, Thursday, you don't go... So Wednesday night... I just kind of decided that Thursday and Friday, I wasn't going to go to the gym. Yeah. Actually, I decided Thursday, I'm just going to stay home, you know, see if I can kick this because what happened was, was it, I believe it was Thursday morning. I couldn't really smell anything. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Wednesday night, we got kind of a rainstorm. Mm -hmm. We got a big rain that came through and I don't know if, if you don't, know the smell of rain, then I almost feel bad for you because it's just such a unique smell. And when we get these Oklahoma rainstorms, like it has such a cool smell. So I smelled that Mm -hmm. all day, very powerfully. Uh, And I just, I kept making the comment, man, it smells like rain, man, it smells like rain. Well, what I didn't realize was I wasn't smelling anything. Yeah, It was just the, and I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like a I don't know. Uh, it smelled like rain smell. to me. Yeah, yeah. I just I couldn't smell anything else. Mm-hmm. Couldn't smell flowers or, or anything, mm-hmm. any kind of Food. fragrance. Yeah, nothing. And then I even like sprayed perfume on, and I was like, "Smell my wrist," and he's like, yeah. "Nothing." I'm like, "Oh man." And then it wasn't until what, like, was it Thursday? I don't remember what day. So timeline wise, but I realized I couldn't smell, which is typical for this time of year. Right. Then all of a sudden, after like three or four meals after that, I'm like, holy shit. And I'm halfway through a meal and I'm like, I, I can't taste this. And it was just like this. I don't he know, like this looked at me trigger. and was like, I can't taste this. And I looked at him and I was like, seriously? And he's like, I can't taste it. And I'm like, 
<laughs> I I start laughing because I'm like you. you of course, because that's you, what you do when a loved one gets very sick. You laugh. I'm like you have it. I'm like, oh my gosh, Matt. Like what? And so it was kind of then that we just kind of started setting setting the stage for. Yeah, I don't. And I said, well, maybe, you know, sometimes when your sinuses are really clogged and you can't smell anything, it really affects your taste because it kind of all is together. So I'm like, maybe he's just super congested. Tomorrow he'll feel better and he'll be able to taste. So outwardly, I convinced myself that I couldn't taste anything because my sinuses were clogged up. My allergies were bad. But inwardly, I also made the conscious decision to not go anywhere. Stayed home. Like couldn't taste, couldn't smell. I know those are symptoms. But I think it's just allergies. I'm going to stay home anyways, just to err on the side of caution. And I'm not going to lie because Matt and I have had this conversation before. Um, we've had I, the I co- hate no. When you say that, when you start a sentence with, okay, well, I'm we've being had honest. this conversation before. I'm being honest here because we've had the conversations. I've asked him before. I'm like, if you had to like, ju- like if you had to judge your pain threshold or how tough you think you are or that sort of thing. Like, where would you put yourself? 12 out of 10 every time. Yeah. He says that. And I, you, I mean, girls, you know why I'm asking that question. Cause I'm like, homie's being a baby. Um, but, <laughs> but so we've had the conversation before and I'm like, for a minute I was like, Matt just wants to stay home today. Like he's just being a little whiny, but I never want to, I know, stay home. I know, but just hear me out. So this thought goes through my head and I'm a little part of me is like, uh, he just doesn't want to go. He doesn't want to go to the gym today or whatever. Like, and when I say go to the gym, I mean, go to the gym and work, not work out. So when he was like, yeah, I'm not going to work out today. Every once in a while, he'll take a day off because he knows that that's part of recovery for your body and things like that. And so that wasn't a big deal. When he skipped two days in a row, I was like, oh my gosh, he for real doesn't feel good because he would never skip the gym like willingly. Like I would have to fight him on it sometimes. There's been times where I'm like, do not go to the gym today. Like stop. And so when he didn't go two days in a row, I knew immediately. I'm like, he's not faking it. This is real. He truly does not feel well and he can't smell or taste. I think there's something more to this than allergies. My pain tolerance is is pretty legit. Like it's probably twelve out of ten. Okay. You you disagree? It doesn't matter. Anyways, this is my podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is your. This podcast. is not your podcast. Twelve out of ten. We'll uh, go with it. <laughs> um, okay, so Wednesday night smells like rain. Thursday at some point can't really Please. smell, lose taste. Um, Friday, I I kind of got to where it was tough for me to get out of bed or get off the couch or get off, like just get out of a chair. He would move around. He'd get up to walk to the bathroom or kitchen or whatever. And he would kind of just be like, Oh man, my lay, my body aches, my hips. And I'm like, so now you've lost smell. You've lost taste. You have body aches. You're congested. Like, which uh, we're just checking them off the list. Again, I'm, like, okay. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm He's, convincing myself it's not body aches. It's just typical. Like my psoas gets tight. My hip flexors are horrible. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, it's just the normal aches and pains. I did legs like a week ago. So <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just I'm it's st- just the carryover <laughs> from that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
there. I mean, you just marked them off the checklist. There's no smell, no taste, body aches, kind of achy, and then congestion, we cough, wheezy. Yeah. So <laughs> that really didn't set in until probably like Sunday, where it was. I felt like I was really bad out of shape. Where mm. sometimes yeah, he it, would like take a deep breath. Yeah, I would be like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "I just can't." really catch my breath which my cardio is not great anyway but i mean walking to the kitchen or something and i'm just like oh my gosh like he for real and i mean at that point i knew and i started kind of hinting like hey um maybe we should think about this because like we gotta go to work in a couple days and um i don't think you're gonna pass that test bud so let's talk about like the next steps and it was typical i mean you hope obviously for the best and you want the best and he would say things like well i'll see how i feel tomorrow and i'm like but it was saturday sunday so right chances of of getting a test that was rapid test anyways and so that's one thing that i found out like most of the places that we would call even our local doctor and everything. Yeah, start asking about tests, and they're like, "Yeah, it's at least eight, eight to ten days, at yeah, least six and to I, ten, eight to ten." We days. had been spoiled because yeah. I had taken eight tests and knew within twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and yeah, way no wait time. We'd walk right, right in, get the swab, get right. done, go to our hotel room, get a phone call later, and good to go. So and I stand by my thought process of putting it off. And and I'll talk about that towards the end, but but I stand by my thought process of putting it off because I made the decision to take myself out of everywhere else. Yeah, I mean, you were home. You didn't leave. Right. So whether Period. I had it or not at that point, right. I decided to make the safe choice, mm-hmm. uh, which I think a lot of us are still kind of learning to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I made the choice to take myself out of the gym. We I didn't go to church. Uh, I didn't go to the office. We didn't, I didn't do anything. I just stayed home. And that, that eats me more than anything. Like that bugs me. I don't like, I don't like missing church when I'm home. I don't like not being in the office. I don't like not going to the gym. But, uh, because my parents are typically at the gym, you know, in the office, whatever. I just didn't want to be around anybody in case I had it. So we, we made that decision. And then Sunday we decided that, before we drive to Bismarck, North Dakota, because I'm not getting better at this point, right? It's it's still lingering. Uh, let's go ahead and try to find a rapid test place. Mm-hmm. So we found a rapid test place. Uh, we called, mm-hmm. made an appointment. Yep. For one thirty Monday afternoon. Yeah, one thirty Monday afternoon. We'll get you in, and you'll get the results in fifteen minutes. We're keep, like keep, score. Yeah, perfect scenario. Yeah. But keep in mind, we live in the middle of nowhere. Right. And so any place that's going to have that kind of technology is going to be a little bit of a It's drive. at least 30 minutes away. At least, yeah. So uh, Monday rolls around. We we don't do anything until it's almost time to leave. We leave. Uh, we drive the 35, 40 minutes to where we're supposed to test. And as we're pulling into town at 1 o'clock, I get a text message that says they are out of rapid tests and there's really no need to come in today. Yeah. They're like, hey, sorry, we ran. Because I guess, I mean, they have limits on how many rapid tests they can do a day. And it's like in a machine. And once the machine is to its limit, it does not function anymore. Like it's done for the day. And so it's not like 
we could give them our sob story and they could be like, okay, we can do one more. It, it is what it is. You're done. And so they, so we're in town and we're looking at each other like, oh no, like we didn't even know that was a thing. We didn't know there was a limit. We didn't know. We thought we had an appointment, so we were good to go. Yeah. Not nope. the case. No. So Monday cancels. We turn around, we drive right back home. So, well, we immediately get on the phone with the office and we're like, hey, we had an appointment. We realized oh, you're yeah. out of tests. Like, what do we do? And they said, here's the deal. Appointments get, don't matter. Yeah, appointments don't matter. It's first come, first serve. Get here early in the morning. 730. And yeah, we'll get, you, we'll get you in. You know, that's your best option. So, Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, we... Get up. We make the drive again. Uh, we get there at seven thirty, and there's a line around the building. The building. Like there's, pro- I would say there was at least thirty people in front of us. Oh, more than that. At least. Uh, yeah, I'd say. I'd say. I mean, the lines that. around the building outside through the parking lot yeah. at seven thirty in the morning, and I'm like, oh man. Which is funny to me because everybody was social distanced. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was like six, ten feet. Of, masks. Uh, everybody had masks on which I'm not making fun of. What I'm making fun of is the fact that everybody stayed completely social distanced when they were outside (laughs) to the point where these people were bringing lawn chairs like they were in line for a Garth Brooks concert. People were sitting with their coffee and paper. Yeah. Like they've done this before, I feel like. Like they knew the spiel. They brought their chairs, their coffee, their papers. They were set up. Everything was good. And then the line started moving and... Once the doors opened... Yeah. There's, and and kind of picture this in your mind, there's the first set of double doors that open up into maybe a six foot area. Yeah, like a little vestibule or whatever, or whatever it's called. Yeah, just like, I mean, basically an entryway. So there's a set of double doors, move six feet ahead, there's another set of double doors. And it goes into the office. And it goes into the... And there's a big sign on the door that says, no more than 10 people in the office at a time, like in this room at a time per social distancing and and all of that like rule. Right. So everybody's completely perfect outside. There's social distance. When some doors open... door opens... The amount of people that would cram in that six foot space was, it was like me trying to put on a shoe that was three sizes too small. And I get it. Like they, like us, this probably wasn't their first attempt or they needed it to get back to work or whatever. So they were like, they felt like once, like if I could just get in those doors, like I'm going to, you know, felt secure or whatever. So people were like, I'm getting in this door. I'm getting in this door. And they were crammed in there. But so then we get to the double doors and we open, we, we, wait till it, that little area kind of clears out. Mm-hmm. We step in there and then we start looking around and there's at least 30 people in the in the waiting room. Yeah, like all the chairs are full. There's people standing. There's people sitting on the floor. They're just waiting to get called back because it's an urgent care facility. Right. So it's not just a testing facility. It's not like you just run in, you sit down, they swap. Like it's an urgent care facility. So they take you back as a patient. They get all of your vitals. They get all of your information. You sign paperwork. Like it's a it's the whole process. So... Um, that leads me to this. I don't know how it is in the rest of the world, but typically at an urgent care, you run into a lot of, let's call them riffraff. You run into a lot of people that are maybe hypochondriacs. You run into a lot of people that just maybe need a quick fix that are there because they think somebody's going to hook them up with whatever pain meds or anything like that. Granted, I'm not saying everybody, but there are a lot of people in the world that are just trying to get into a doctor because they 
I, I don't know. Well, I see it too, like as one of those spots, it's kind of a catch all because you, it, whether you have a primary doctor or not, they might, you might wake up with an earache right. and the doctor can't get you in, but it's not severe enough to go to the hospital. So you go to like an urgent care to just kind of get a quick fix of medicine or whatever. Yeah. But anyways, I bring all that up to say this. As I'm getting ready on Tuesday morning, I say, hey, Megan, will you just grab me a shirt to put on? Which she does. It is a bright, what color would you call it? Turquoise. And you can see it in my post, but it's a bright turquoise t-shirt that has this giant picture of the Macho Man Randy Savage on it. I didn't buy the shirt. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you had it. So clearly at some point you thought that was a good decision. So, I mean, it's the type of shirt that you would wear and still not even stick out at Walmart. And so that's my point is like we showed up. I'm wearing this bright turquoise Macho Man Randy Savage t-shirt and I still didn't really feel out of place at all. Like nobody even blinked an eye. No. Uh, I felt good about it. It was fine. But fun fact, Matt likes me to pick out his clothes for him every day. I'm acts of service. And so he's like, what should I wear? And I'm like, I don't care. Just grab a shirt. Like, just get dressed. You're an adult man. I will say this, though. <laughs> My buddy Nick, the the producer of Theo Vaughn's podcast, uh-huh. he, he did have the comment of the day. He said, you're looking like Nacho Man Randy Average. I thought that was hilarious. I feel like he only said that because he's a, like thousand miles away from you, <laughs> and he would never say that to your face. Uh, I just because immediately thought, he's like, "I'm just kidding, don't hurt me." Like, like a belly laugh, <laughs> though. I thought that was hilarious. Anyways. But so Matt makes me pick his clothes out. So I'm like, "All right, if you're gonna make me pick, on, I don't make you pick." Okay, you know, I was um, brushing my teeth, which, by the way, was something I skipped out on for a couple of days because I didn't even think about it. Like I was home. He, That's weird to he me. He conveniently says, okay, go ahead and pick a shirt out. And then he walks away. Like, And, and we're not going to leave until he puts a shirt on. So I'm like, okay, you're going to make me pick. This is what you're going to wear. Like, Eventually, you're either going to get over it or you're going to start picking your own clothes. Because think, I'm like, ah, that really obnoxious Randy Savage shirt. That's the winner today. I think, I, I think it's obvious that I've given up on what I look like. My appearance when I go in public around here. Like, I... I so anyways, have a thousand Westfit shirts. I'm I'm just gonna start wearing nothing but pro wrestling t shirts. That's all you have, and Westfit, and nine line apparel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyways, so like if we, it doesn't have America, our president, my gym, or a or pro wrestler on it, or like Wrangler, you know, sponsors and people that have been part of the family. Yeah. Also, fun. Like, who thinks? Who thinks we should do a clothing purge while Matt's home sick? Hey, and we like anyways. sell his clothes because he's got a lot of clothes. Anyways. We're going to so, clean closets. Uh, back to the story. So anyways, yeah, we get in there. We finally get checked in. Um, immediately, um, we get hooked up on some sort of text um, like program. Mm-hmm. And we get a text saying, hey, you're checked in. Like there's this many people in front of you. Blah, 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 blah. We wait probably another 30, 45 minutes in, inside once checked in. And then they call us and we opted to go in together. So they called Matt and Megan. We go back and they take our vitals. Temperature's good on both of us. Um, vitals are good on both of us. Yep. Um, my my blood pressure might have been a little bit high. Yeah, just a little bit. But so. I think that was because you knew what was about to happen. Yeah. Um, I will say, 
that four or five day period was very stressful for yeah. me. Just because there, there's a lot more to it. And and I'll say this a hundred times. I've already said it a thousand times in the last 24 hours. But the stress for me never one time came from whether or not I had the virus. Not one time did I stress about being sick. The stress for me came from the financial loss. It came from not being able to, you know, keep my mental sanity by going to the gym, not being able to run my business, you know, from the office, those little things. It's the things that go along with this. But anyways, I digress. So uh, they, um, we ask again, because we're like, hey, we're only here for the rapid test because we we need it to go to work. So if you can't do the rapid test on us, like we don't, we won't do it. We'll just drive to North Dakota and do it there. And they were like, oh, it shouldn't be a problem. So the nurse practitioner or doctor, we'll call her doctor for now, she came in, she kind of asked us the deal, like, you know, why do you guys need the rapid test? Because they pick and choose because not everyone can just get a rapid test. They're they're held for people that need them. Which worked in our favor yes. because we were going to work. And when she asked what I did, we I explained that I announced for the professional bull riders, yada, yada, yada. So she, she quickly says, well, what's going to happen in December? Yeah, she, she of course, you know, she's a she's a rodeo PBR fan talked about finals and and NFR and things like that. So we chatted for a little while and she's like, Oh, you know, does she administers the test to both of us? She's like, Oh, I don't see any problem with this. You know, like we'll call you. Yeah. Good luck. You know, see ya. And we leave super positive. We're like, okay, well that's done. Like I took a lot longer. And that's what I looked at Matt. I said, man, PBR has spoiled us because we've been here since seven 30. At this point it is like, we 11, left at 11, 1130, 15, 11, yeah. 20, somewhere in there. And I'm like, man, PBR has spoiled us because we had never had to wait in line. We never had to do any. And so I'm like, I wasn't expecting it to take so long. I was hungry. I was tired. I took was us like, about three and a half hours. Yeah. I was like, let's go get some food and go home. So we go and, get food and wait for this phone call. And we went through a drive through into Chick-fil-A drive through. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, we're waiting, you know, we're like, oh, 50, cause she said, I'll call you, you know, shortly. Like, thinking 15 20 minutes an hour goes by two hours go by at one point i'm like i'm gonna call him because i have zero patience so i call and i'm like hey i was in there a couple hours ago we're just waiting because truly we were waiting to get the results to leave state we were going to pack the car and leave because we were going to go to mount rushmore first before we go to north so we, we were literally waiting to leave the state uh for this result and um they're like, oh yeah, hold, you know, hold on, I'll have you talk to a nurse. And it rings and rings and no one ever answers and it hangs up on me. And I'm like, dang, what is the deal? And um, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes later, Matt's Matt's phone rings and he answers and she she's like, Hey, this is I think her name was Amy or something. Yeah. But she's like, Hey, it's Amy. Is this Matt? And he says, I should have recorded that. I really should have, but you know, he's like, Yeah, this is me. And she's like, we got your test results back, and um, I knew, like, as soon as the you um, could he- you could hear it in her voice. She was like, "Man, I do not want to tell him." Like, it, this she, is what's cool. She was probably more upset about it than I was. Yeah, she was like, "You're positive." Yeah, and Matt was like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew it, you know. And I'm like, ah, and so they start kind of talking about themselves, and I'm like, "Hello, what about me?" And he goes, what about Megan? And she was like, oh, Megan's negative. Right. And, and that, then it was like, what? Like, 
how a complete how? mind yeah it was like how or how is you think am, they can hear that train in the background i don't know but that's our life we have it, a train it's, it's real that, life yeah I mean, we're recording this podcast in the dog room in two complete i feel like it shouldn't the even bo- be dog the, room. the dog room anymore it should be the podcast room because We've this is what we've done more podcasts in this room than, than the dogs, the dogs spent. i mean they're in here right now sleeping on the floor because we are in here they do not <laughs> and spend, the sun comes yeah in. anytime they're in here is to walk through that's it. <laughs> but anyways, so Matt gets the results. I, I know in his gut, he knew that that was going to be it, but it was confirmed. So we ask her some questions. She really doesn't have any answers. She just says, you know, it's so new. We don't know. We don't, we, we don't know. And um, so I've had some people reach out in the last few hours and be like, uh, what about the hydroclox- hydroxychloroquine? I can't even right. talk today, but my thought is, if I felt bad, and if I thought this thing was really going to take a toll on me, then I would want. I've said that for you know forever. As soon as they started talking about it, I said, "Yeah, uh, if I get sick, I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. If I can get my hands on it, I'm taking it." Mm-hmm. But I stop in that thought process because I don't feel bad. I don't feel like. Like, and it's this not is going to, it's me. not like you could take it and then retest today right. and get a negative and go to work. Which is one of the things I learned that I didn't know because she said that she meaning the doctor. Yeah. She meaning the doctor. And I've studied a little bit since then, you know, even more. And they say that like four days from that test, I could test negative right. or I could test positive for another to six like, to eight weeks. Yeah. Then that's the thing. She just, we had, of course, you guys know me. I have a million questions. Um, she she just said, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm, and because I was like, how am I negative and he's positive? Like, we are together all the time. Yeah. Like, together all the time. We sleep in the same bed. Oh. And you think your grandma listens to this podcast? Well, she she kno- thinks we're sinners anyway. She knows, so. honey. She knows. Okay. Um, and no, she does not listen to this podcast. I promise you. <laughs> she probably doesn't even know what a podcast is. Nobody else does. Um, <laughs> but she's just like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. She's like, you could come in and test tomorrow and be positive or you could be negative forever. Like we just don't know. And so it's just kind of one of those things. We're playing it by ear, um, and kind of going with it. But per PBR protocol, you can't test for. So for 14 days. So I have to be, you know, kind of self quarantined for 14 days, which means, uh, I got a lot of time on my hands because I'm not one that likes to sit still. I, I do like to enjoy just hanging out at the house in the evenings or whatever, but I don't like to sit still. I don't like to not be moving forward. So, that's going to be the the biggest thing for me. Last night we were going to record this podcast and I had I don't know, I guess I guess I had just kind of an energy dump. Like a I and I think it was just a stress dump like I just lost a bunch of energy. Yeah. I I was ready to do this podcast, you know, last night after I got the test results. But I think the stress and the wondering and the not knowing just kind of hit me all. That's all what really time. takes the toll is as scary as it is to get the results, even for anything. I mean, like 
you see it all the time. Um, women will feel something in their breast or something's not right. You're constantly getting headaches and you're like, I should probably go to the doctor, but I really don't want to know what they have to say. So you just never do, but you're constantly wondering. So that stress of the unknown is a huge factor in how you feel, especially when you're already not feeling well, you're tired, you're fatigued, you're sick. And then just the stress. And and like Matt said, it's not the stress of getting sick. It's the stress of what comes with it. Because this world is so afraid of it now. You know, if you, when you test positive, you're not going to go to work. So and immediately... You know- that's that is stressful. You know me. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to spin this on a life lesson, like like I try to do with everything. So, I have a bad habit of stressing about things I don't know the answer to. Uh, about buying a building or starting a second gym or what t-shirts to uh, buy for the gym or you know whether to make an offer on a business in Florida, whatever, whatever it is. I continue to stress about the unknown. So I'm going to make an effort to just start moving and stop thinking, stop wondering, stop stressing about things you you can't control. And that's what this whole COVID thing to me has been from the beginning is we're all stressing about things we don't know the answer to. And I think that's natural as a human, but We've started learning more and more and more about this virus, and I didn't think I'd ever get it. I didn't know if it was real in the beginning. I now know that it's real, and I have it, and I now know even more so that I'm not terrified of it. I'm not scared of it, and it's it's amazing to me how many people, and I appreciate it, have called or texted or something like, are you okay? And they're more distraught than I am. I'm fine. Like... I feel good. The 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 one day I had body aches, I went through the kind of allergy symptoms of like it's, it's it was pretty similar to the flu. Yeah, I don't even think it's as bad as the flu. Like I I, I really genuinely don't think it's as bad as as the common flu. Because not one time have I ever felt like oh my gosh, just put me out of my misery. Like I have felt good the entire time, with the exception of the 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 body aches. Uh, just for that little period of that day. Other than that, like I've had a little shortness of breath, um, more so in the last 24 hours, but it's, it's not, I don't know. It's just for me personally, I can't speak for everybody else. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast because so many people you, you hear about, Oh, so-and-so tested positive, And then you don't hear from them again. It's like they fall off the earth. They never talk about their experience. And I think that if we all started talking about our experience more, other people would get comfort from that. And other people would learn instead of continuing to just be terrified of it. It's, I don't think it's as bad as a lot of the media well, portrays it to be. You just, for you. Yeah, Absolutely. So you've decided to document this daily or at least once a day or whatever with, with using the hashtag what Matt West cold or wait, was Matt, it? what the, was it? The Matt West COVID case files. Yeah. Hashtag Matt West COVID case files. So follow that hashtag for, we laugh. We're making, this is our situation, Matt's situation. We're not, we're not making a joke or anything of the entire pandemic or anything like that. This is merely Matt's situation and his experience with it so so people can follow along and just see if you're interested at all how matt's handling this day to day 
um follow that hashtag because he's gonna post about it and video stories whatever and i might too because i can post that hashtag and people can follow it so when he's napping and it's the not so glamorous pretty part of it that he wants to show you i will show you because it's real like and if i start to feel bad or if i start because the and the doctor straight up said like hey you know if you start getting symptoms or starting to feel bad in the next couple days just assume you have it and follow suit yeah um i am kind of lighthearted about the actual virus i am i am kind of laughing at how i feel what i'm what i think is very serious sorry to cut you off but what i think is very serious is what it affects outside of your body because the amount of people in this world that are out of work now because of this virus like oh personally we'll, we'll put it for me personally pbr has a protocol it's two weeks. Period. Even Period. if he went today and tested negative. So uh, keep in mind, I think a lot of people probably don't know this. I'm not a salaried employee. I work as an independent contractor. So By event. So if I'm sitting at home, I'm not getting paid. And if I'm not Nothing, getting paid, like at all. Megan can't go out and spend all my money. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, I did just get him a notification. I have an Amazon package and a UPS package. Okay, delivered. Y'all. See so, what he's been doing on his quarantine time. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. But mm-hmm. anyways, no. The, the the thing that's scary is whether I, I could be miraculously healed tomorrow, but there's a protocol in place that says I can't even test again for two weeks, and that's that's from the company I work for. I can test again in two weeks, and if I pass that test, then I can come back to work. But if I don't, I can't. Right. And now thinking about what the doctor says that. It could continue to test positive for six to eight weeks. That's I might scary. have worked my last event of 2020. Right. Like it's, that is the scary part yeah. is the unknown of that. And just, you know, what, what this virus means to that kind of stuff. And, you know, me being next to him, I can't do anything either. Which, you know? which all of this leads me to this. This podcast is brought to you by WestFit. Make sure you get to WestFit gear at westfitgym.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. New t-shirts arriving soon. And hats and stickers and, hats, and yeah. all the fun stuff. Um, we are. We're going to use it. I mean, obviously, we've, we've got some time on our hands. So it's like, I can't go out and work in that capacity. I can sit at home and continue to build the brand of the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh that's one thing that every time we get on the podcast together is we find a way to continue to be positive. And one of the big feedbacks that we both get every time we do this is like, you guys are so positive and you guys just work well together. Well, I mean, we're a team. Like, we're a team in everything we do. Right. Um, except cook. That's totally your department. And decorate. Thanks. That's your department, too. And test positive <laughs> yeah and obviously this whole coronavirus thing i'm on my own you're on your own but uh, but no but but we are we're going to continue to try to build the the brand of the gym you know you have shop feel rich uh you know you, you have yeah. the online boutique so we're still going to continue to try to run our businesses but it, and, it just looks a little different yeah i mean and honestly like it takes work to constantly be positive there's days where i'm just negative nancy and matt will look at me and be like hey like, what can you find positive in this? And there's times where I'm like, shut up. I don't want to find That's anything positive. <laughs> I don't want to find anything positive right now. Like, let me be pissed. But I was that way. I was that way because I was so stressed. Yeah, I, there, were, I there it... were a couple times where I'm like, babe, like, but just think, it, A, it could be a lot worse. There's, I, and I bring it up because look at Jenna. Yeah. She 
tested positive for the second time in Dubai and was stuck in a country that did not, she couldn't. In a hotel room. Yeah. No one spoke her language. She did not know what was going to happen to her. Like she's in the military. And so she was over there and she tested positive and they're like, they want nothing to do with her because she's positive. So, I mean, that's scary. You think, and you're at home in your bed, like it could be worse. What's exciting though is, so she tested positive in the States. Yeah, she and, tested positive, got through it, tested negative. And when she went back to work. Yeah. And when she got to out of the, like, yeah, out of the it country. Was out of the country. Yeah, when she, once she landed. I don't know if we can even talk about where she's at. Cause I know at one time, like, w- w- honestly, and, and. Well, she yeah, posted yeah. it all yeah, over. Yeah, she, she was in Dubai. I don't know where she's at right now. Right, exactly. But when she quarantined, when she landed and tested positive again, she was in Dubai yeah. and quor- and had to quarantine there. I think she was, what? She was there for over two weeks, I think. Uh, I think 24 days or something like but that. But what's cool about it is she relaunched her podcast. Girl got some stuff done while she was in quarantine. Like the list of stuff she started saying, she's like, I got my real estate license. I relaunched Let's, my podcast. Like, oh, but she texted, she texted me late last yeah, yeah. night and, um, she said, she's like, let's do, a I'm podcast. completely down to jump on and do a podcast. So I'm excited about that. Cause I want to talk about all the, the way she utilized her time. Um, which and I really experience. want us to do. I mean, I, yeah. we kind of talked about it this morning. I'm like, let's make a plan because I this two this two weeks is going to fly by. So let's get some stuff done. Yeah, absolutely. I'm always like, Whoosh, last time I was stuck at home for a long time, I didn't get. We, a whole yeah, lot. <laughs> we looked back and we're like, besides just really kind of spending time together at home and learning that kind of life, we didn't get a lot done like right. physically. Like we could have done a lot more. So I have plans. Anyways, guys, to wrap this podcast up. Uh, the reason I want to do this is, again, to tell you our experience, to tell you my experience of how this this virus, I, don't know, I almost called it a disease, but as the how this virus feels to me. Again, the short version of a really long story is it felt like allergies. I was convinced it was allergies. It started feeling like a little bit of a sinus issue um, when I lost smell and then I lost taste the next day. Then I started thinking, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is what it is. I had one day where I had body aches and I've had a little bit of shortness of breath uh, here and there. But I think the biggest thing for me is like when I get stressed or when I don't know or when I try to do a lot, then I, I need to take a break every once in a while. But guys, I feel great. I so, really genuinely feel so good. I'm happy. I'm healthy other than this crap. I've started kind of tasting again. Uh, a little bit, which is really random. I tasted barbecue sauce yesterday, uh, last night for the first time in in several days. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Couldn't taste anything else. He tasted the barbecue uh, sauce. Drinking a lot of Gatorade that I can't taste, mm-hmm. but I could taste barbecue sauce. It was so weird. So let's let's start this so people can kind of follow along. One being, um, the worst you've ever felt in your life, and ten being the greatest. On your worst day, what were you? Me? Yeah. On your worst day of one, this. Ten? Yeah. One being the worst, 10 being the best six you've and ever a half. felt. So that's the worst you felt was a six and a half? You didn't go below a five? One being wait, the wait, worst. One's the worst? Oh, yes. that's so backwards. Like 10 should be the worst. You okay. should start from the bottom and oh, go okay. up. Okay. Ten? Actually, okay. Let me, how, how would that be? That would be like a four and a half. Okay. On, on so your on scale. your worst day, you felt like a four and a half. 
Yeah. I'm just, I, so we can kind of follow along. So today, okay, let's how, start how over. do you feel? Scale of one to 10. <laughs> one to 10. One being perfect. Okay. 10 being miserable. Where did I feel? Yeah. And I would say right around that six and a half range. I never felt horrible. I, I still to this day have not felt bad. Like I okay. haven't even so felt today, like I'm sick. So today, how do you sick. feel? Good. Really good. One to 10. Uh, 10 being the worst. This is your scale. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I feel. I feel good. I feel good. Like I'm probably. I feel like I'm 85 percent healthy. Like 85. No, he complete. cannot stick to a scale. I was trying to let you guys follow along so he could say today I'm a three, today I'm a two, today I'm a seven. But he won't stick to it. So he feels good today. I do. I and I mean I don't even like. I don't even want to put it on a scale because I don't feel bad. No, I was just giving people a reference so they could follow along. Because you're don't going snap at me. Hey, you're don't gonna snap you're gonna lock you're, you're gonna log this every day. So I just you know something to follow along. I, I feel good, um, and that's really all I can say is I, I don't feel bad. I have those symptoms that everybody talks about and everybody's worried about. I have those symptoms, but it doesn't affect how I feel. So how can people follow along your COVID oh, journey? Well, it's funny you ask because it's going to be easy to do. On social media, which is Matt L. West on all platforms of social media, mm-hmm. and the hashtag that we cleverly created because we're both addicted to murder mysteries, the Matt West COVID case files, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Isn't that what it was? Hashtag okay. Matt West COVID Anyways. case files. So um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I want to use this as a way to comfort people, a way to uh, educate people, and a way to just you know let people know and how learn. my experience is going. Our experience, yeah. Our experience, obviously, is going to be different than, than a lot of people, but um, I'm not I scared. feel like this is another test. Like God's like, if y'all can make it through Vegas, if y'all can make it through finals, <laughs> if y'all can make it through um, like a national shutdown, if y'all can make it through living in Vegas for a if month, if I can get on Instagram, can make it through COVID, if I can get on Instagram what? without jewelry uh ads popping up yeah, that would up be great that? i don't know anyways guys <laughs> oh you don't want to talk about uh well we've we've used all of our time on oh, this podcast oh, our sponsors sudden, didn't allow us much time this week there's a time limit um yeah there's a time limit <laughs> on everything <laughs> gotta go so no but but in all seriousness um we are home so hit us up on the social media like i'm gonna spend a lot of time talking back and forth with people. I got a lot of time on my hands. I'm going to spend a lot of time doing Q&As, a lot of time trying to uh, find ways to occupy my time oh, I'll where I'm not ways. working all the way. I know you will. I know you will. I'll keep you busy. And we should probably stay on opposite ends of the house so you don't get sick. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll make the bed in the other room. Go ahead and stay in there. All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to this. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. Podcast. Yeah. It's the COVID we'll, update. We'll call it a podcast. It was kind of a jumbled up just us rambling typically is anyways uh no we love you guys and uh appreciate you we're gonna do this again yeah we'll we'll do it again sometime watch for a lot of new episodes of the podcast though um hey and the good news is i've got a day and i'm gonna be better today than i was yesterday why because every day is an opportunity to get better peace bye really i say peace and you should <laughs> bye <laughs> bye like can't you come up with something cool Bye. (laughs) I gotta go. Okay. Bye. (laughs) I gotta go.